Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Um, one thing that pops up each and every year, which I consider unbelievable, probably because it's so foreign to what I'm willing to put my body through, is the Coast to Coast. It is an event for people that love pushing boundaries and love getting out there, adventure sports in general. It's something that I'm not overly familiar with, but I do understand how iconic and how important the Coast to Coast event is to New Zealand. And that's why when the news has come through that due to uh, the traffic light, which is obviously now red in the COVID-19 protection framework that the Kathmandu Coast to Coast organisers are working through, they had made the unfortunate decision, and I know they'll be completely disappointed here, to cancel the two-day Kathmandu Coast to Coast event, the two-day individual two- and three-person relay teams, and the tandem teams were holding out hope that the one-day Kathmandu coast-to-coast event and um, uh, the longest-day elite and the longest-day competition still can go ahead. And I know one man that will be hoping they can go ahead as well as Dougal Allen, defending champion. It's awesome to have you on the program, Dougal, although a little bit of uncertainty. Yeah, probably an understatement, I guess. We find out a little bit more tomorrow as to whether the event may or may not happen. So... Training as per usual, trying not to drink beer and, and acting like uh, it is going to go ahead, but I suppose we we really don't know at this stage. Did you want to turn to the beer fridge when you heard that they were, because um, I know you're, you're entrenched in this as a coach as well, so you'll know a lot of disappointed people that won't be able to compete in their disciplines? That's right, and I suppose for listeners, um, just to clarify those, those different event options, in essence, the two-day event is sort of the heart and soul, I suppose, of the event. And uh, both both the one and the two day race cover the same course, uh, but the one day is obviously do it in one one hit, so they don't stop at any stage. The two days stop halfway. There's a there's a city of tents that's um, set up in Arthur's Pass at the halfway point, and as I say, really um, the traditional kind of heart and soul of the event. So um, very very sad for those involved in the two day event that that event's not happening for the 40th anniversary this year. Uh, but for the one-day race, which traditionally is your sort of more competitive and elite um, participants, that there is a glimmer of hope. So here's hoping. Dougal, um, obviously 
there's going to be a few sacrifices around um, if you can do the one-day race. Uh, do you think that, that you'll have to compete with a smaller team? Like, I know your support teams are, are quite important uh, for this race. Could, could there be a chance that you'll have no support crew? And, and how hard would that be for that race? Yeah, you're right. The the support crew side of things can make or break your success on the day. So, um, I think one thing we've learned in the last few years is that you've got to be adaptable and um Normally, I would have four people follow me through the day um, as I try and win the event. But if that if that becomes one person, or as you say, maybe even unsupported, um, I'd like to think in this in this multi sport and adventure racing world, we're pretty good at adapting. So we'll we'll roll with the punches there, and probably just be thankful if the event goes ahead at all. Really, pretty good at adapting, and I know you you're. Um not adverse to trying to put your body through things that you haven't necessarily done done before, Dougal, but is it going to be quite daunting? Or, or maybe that's not the right word, word, but the uncertainty, just going back to where we started, can that make you feel a little bit anxious at all, or are you just trying to keep your mind clear? Um, yeah, I'd be lying if I said that my mind was clear. It's um, It's been <laughs> tricky falling asleep at night at the moment. The brain's been a bit scattered, but um, I think, yeah, the event itself, there's so much involved, so many moving parts, and, and to arrive at the start line healthy and fit is um, a bit of a juggling act in itself. So in previous years, I've probably sweated the small stuff, and, and this year, in many ways, it's put me at peace a little bit more because just seeing the event go ahead will be a huge relief, and so maybe a lot of the little things I used to stress over leading into the race will become less significant. So that could be a positive spin on it, but um, yeah. It's, it hasn't been an easy sort of mental journey through the last few days. Yeah, what kind of exercises do you do from a, a mental skills kind of standpoint? And is is there anything that stood out for you for because it's such a, a grueling mental and physical sport that you do? Um, is there anything out there that you'd be able to suggest for any resources for anyone listening who's who's thinking about doing an event like this? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I did. I did do the old phys ed degree back in the day and the sports psych papers and, and got a little bit of the theory, but really most of what I've learned from a sports psych point of view has just been through 15 years of racing. And, you know, I've had opportunities, for example, last year to race the God's Own Adventure Race with Richie McCaw and, um, you know, picked his brains for five days without sleep. And um, a lot of, as I say, what I've learned has been on the go. And I think the big message as a coach right now that I'm promoting to my athletes especially those that were lining up the two-day event and have now had that cancelled is you know sport teaches us so many things but I think the big the biggest thing sport teaches us is to just stay in the moment and and try and control the controllables and and right now for those two-day people um, they can't control the fact that the event's been cancelled but what they have controlled is the ability to become fit and healthy and uh you know, skilled enough to be ready to do the event in the first place, and none of that suddenly disappears. So, um, I think it's it's probably an opportunity just to reflect on that journey that's taken place, mm. and and really ask yourself, you know, do I regret the decisions I've made? And here I am, um, you know, fit and healthy and ready to rock. So, those skills and that fitness and and that state of health is transferable to so many more areas of life, not just the coast to coast. And um, so right, I, I think. Yeah, that, that's probably the important message right now. Yeah, that's now for bang the on. Re- a really great message there as well, Dougal. Uh, let's let's assume that it's going to go ahead. 
Who is going to be your biggest competition um, and challenge you for that title this year? Yeah, every year you've got um, a couple of knowns and there will always be a couple of unknowns. But right now, um, Sam Henson, Bobby Dean, Ryan Kuzanowski, those three blokes are um, experienced. They've all been on the podium before and they all bring the complete package to the race. So they're the guys that get me out of bed every morning and, and get my job done. But on the day, I think what's favourable for the one-day event going ahead is that it very much is a time trial and we spread out pretty quickly and, and you know I can be on that river for three hours without seeing someone. So it can be pretty lonely out there, but um, in the in the current uh, COVID climate, that's, that's not a bad thing, is it? Social distancing. <laughs> so those, those three guys are definitely contenders, but I'll be doing my own thing on the day. Yeah, it's not like you'll be in a pack trying to hit the line at the same time, is it? Dude, just quickly, before we let you go, what does a... I know you see you're training like it's going to go ahead. What does a day this far out from the event look like for you? What sort of uh, like coverage are you doing, or are you just trying to keep your body right? Uh, we're still we're still pushing along. I mean, I won't sort of taper until probably next week. So you know, right now it's um, obviously the three sports are kayaking, cycling, and running. And uh, anything from an easy day might be, say, two hours of training and, and a bigger day, maybe five or six hours. So that gives you a little bit of perspective on what's involved for, for an elite competitor. And, you know, I, I do have a coaching business and two young kids. So um, there's a bit there's a bit going on in the background, too. But I think that's what you find, generally speaking, in multi-sport is there's no real such thing as a professional athlete. So we're all um, juggling a lot outside of it. So it's, um, it's, it's a busy lifestyle. But, again, it's one that uh, we're all pretty pretty lucky to do really and no doubt your family and having that business does make that you know helps with perspective in times like this and and that sort of thing man it's great to have you on the show look we're rooting for it to go ahead but if it can't it sounds like you've got your head screwed on and you can help some other people through a pretty turbulent time for the multi-sport athletes in New Zealand it's awesome to catch up this morning Dougal yeah thanks for having me guys no worries Legend Mitch, that's um, as I say, he's not just a head screwed on, but a, a real strong mentality of time to knuckle down and, and just kind of support yourself. No matter if the event goes on, you still put yourself in a position to compete and nobody can take that away. Great message from Dougal Allen. We're going to shoot off. We'll be back to wrap up the hour and get through a couple of these texts on the greatest, most unbelievable sport you've seen of recent times. It's six and a half minutes away from eight here on SCNZ.